Hello and welcome to the Pain Cave. My name is Jay Friedman. I am your host and I am very excited to be joined as always by my co-host, the legend himself, the Fulham Flyer, the Shawangunk Express. He is the Gina Slaby to my Gina Gershon. Phil Vondra, welcome back to the Pain Cave. It's great to be here. Never a dull moment in the Pain Cave. And uh, you, your lips looking rather... Have you been having some uh, some Botox injections? You're going for that Angelina Jolie look, or did something else happen today? No, I I, I got uh, I had somebody take a drill to my left lower mandible today. So uh, wow. yes, thank you for noticing. Um, yeah. Did you go and see a dentist, <laughs> or you went to see a veterinary surgeon? Because that's quite a mandible. I mean, that's like a chiseled <laughs> look that you have going right there. I mean, in the Hollywood, they pay big money for that chin. Will they? Douglas has nothing on you. All right. That's good. That's good. It's like, what's the name of that guy from Gladiator? He's got nothing on you as well. You, that, that chin, that's going to sell in Hollywood. I'm going to have a hard time keeping up tonight, Phil. I'm, I'm hopped up on goofballs, as, right. as they say. Just keep popping that oxy. Sure that dentist hooked you up? Yes. Yes. That, I, I can neither confirm nor deny. But yeah. Pete, yes, <laughs> Phil, we're, we're, we're very excited to be joined tonight by uh, a, a great ultra runner and, and coach in the sport who uh, you I, was on my radar for a long time, but you recently made contact with Adam McGeehan and, and uh, we're really excited to have him on. Um, he's been racing ultras for the better part of the last decade and has an incredible list of finishes that I'm not even going to start to read out here now, but we're going to get into some of his favorite races and some of what he's been doing recently and maybe what's going on next. And we'll do a fun 20 questions episode with our guest today. He runs for, uh, <laughs> he runs for Ultra, Ultra Spire, Vespa, Rabbit, Koro, Sajinji, Spring Energy, Element T, and Ultra Running Magazine, as do I. Pete Mortimer, welcome to the Pain Cave. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. We are very psyched to get into it with you and learn a little bit more about your background and, and everything else. But before we do, Phil, what are we drinking tonight? Well, I was recently in Boston. I went to uh, check out my old stomping ground down there, the head of the Charles Regatta or Regatta, as you uh, Americans like to uh, mess up the uh, English language. The English, with, um, is the real pronunciation Regatta? Really? That seems so un uncultured. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's Regatta terrible. is like, that's a sort of, yeah, I mean, if you're swallowing your tongue, you might say that. Regatta. But anyway, I, I popped into Treehouse. I had to drive Ooh. like 100 miles an hour to get there. Worth it. Uh, in the rain, in the dark, with one of my headlights that was broken. I only found that out a little bit later. Uh, and I picked up a nice <laughs> uh, a juice machine. It's a double IPA. Nice. Got a very natty-looking robot on the front of the can. That sort of drew my attention. Okay. That's... I've actually had it once before, and it's quite tasty. So, yeah. That's very weird because we did not discuss this beforehand and we are recording remotely. So you did not see that I went into the beer fridge and also pulled out a, a New England beer with a robot on, on the can, believe it or not. Wow. And I don't, I don't know what the chances of that possibly happening were, but uh, yeah. I have from, from Rhode Island, actually, a, a Radiant Pig, uh, Radiant Pig Brewing, uh, Save the Robots is the name of the... Yeah, very cool. East yeah, Coast IPA. I did IPA. mention the fact that I had some treehouse beer in case I had to give you any. So. Uh, oh, okay. Now, how did you find out that you had a, a busted light? Did you find out the same way that we did on the way down to Yeti? Which no. is to say, <laughs> no, I was. Which uh, is to say, when the ticket was written for you, I saw my my headlights reflecting off a uh, off a, a, a glass, a big big piece of glass. I was like, oh, only looks like one headlight's working. I didn't find <laughs> out with the. Um, 
the blue and uh, red flashing lights uh, behind me as the way that you normally find it. I mean, isn't that just like a ridiculous thing? Like we have all this functionality on cars these days. Could your car just not tell you one of the lamps is broken? You would think. Yeah. I mean, you, we can put a man on the moon. Oh, God. Here we, we can go. make Instagram. We can do all these things, you know, uh, but we can't tell you when your headlamp's out. Maybe it's just I have a cheap, shitty car. But no, I anyway. mean, well, I guess we both Pete, have Subaru. So maybe yeah, Pete, what do you got? I have some uh, monkey shoulder uh, scotch. It's a blended scotch. It's my favorite oh. uh, blended. Yeah, it's really good. So. There you go. A little bit Cheers, of ice guys. on there. Cheers, yeah. gentlemen. Cheers. Bottoms up, as they say. Oh. Mm. oh, that's juicy. That's good. It's really juicy. It's actually kind of tastes a little bit like a, a what's that? What's that candy? The that like jelly candy, like a Starburst. It tastes like a Starburst. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Step aside, uh, beer connoisseurs and uh, beer critics. <laughs> Mr. Starburst is in the house. <laughs> um, anyway, a quick question for Pete. You were also on the Aravipa running team, is that correct? That's correct, yeah. Right. yeah. Sorry, I thought um, we might have missed, missed out one. Yeah, one of I his, have uh, everything written down because I'm really bad with that stuff. But uh, yeah, thanks for carrying that. And uh, I have um, cool. like 19 other teammates I run with. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. They're, yeah, they're I mean, amazing. I was just... And, and yeah, we met at the McGeon Monster. I think it was at, uh, I can't remember what that aid station was. Um, it was just on that like forest road kind of thing up on the top of the rim. And you, yeah. were, you were like an extra from the Royal Tenenbaums. You had like this super swanky <laughs> like tracksuit on, dark glasses. I was like, he's an Eastern European hitman or he's a very cool ultra runner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, I, yeah, uh, he was got my unofficial cheerleader at that race. You were like every time I came in and you were there, you were like, Phil, you got this, you need anything, you're doing great. You know, it was it was awesome. I just love that uh you chose to run that race without a rain jacket. That was just uh it was yeah, pretty ballsy. Because I took someone's <laughs> advice who said that they had checked no, actually their boyfriend had checked the weather forecast and we were not gonna get any rain. Yeah. yeah. So that was uh that's a no no there. That's a rookie Check mistake. Out wonders. <laughs> And just carry a rain jacket anyway, because they don't exactly weigh a lot. Um, so, yeah, that was, yeah, I'd gone from heat exhaustion, possible heat exhaustion, to hypothermia in the space of about an hour. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was an interesting one. And speaking yeah. of speaking of Aravipa, we're recording this just a couple of days before one of their signature races, the Hoffelite 100, which is, is going to be a, a big throwdown this year. Pete, you're out there now. Are you, are you racing, or what? What are you doing this weekend at at Havelina? Uh, I uh, I go down each year, and I, um, so I I've raced it a couple times. Um, I you know, and I, I race loosely. I run around just to finish the thing, but <laughs> it's more of a party. But um, yeah, I'm, the last few years I've just been going down to volunteer, and um, I normally work the aid stations, help the runners, and um, kind of bring bring my grill down and just cook food for about, you know, 14 hours or so down there. And uh, I'm doing the same thing this year. So I'll be down at Jackass Junction, uh, heading down tomorrow. And uh, yeah, through Sunday, no sleep, just grilling. Nice. Just monkey shoulder and English grilling. I love That's it. right. Yeah. In costume or out of costume? Uh, I do like to wear costumes. So um, I normally just Will you be wait for people us? to show up and now nah, i'm not gonna say anything yeah keep it secret <laughs> like it uh, nice. last year last year i went as borat and uh oh, oh, so a mankini 
No, no, uh, just, you know, classic uh, suit, Borat hair and everything. But yeah. um, I had a bunch of people that they didn't recognize me until like yeah. after they saw the pictures. They were like, holy shit, I didn't know that was you. That's a great outfit. <laughs> yeah, the mankini, you do risk getting arrested in that. I mean, it's an aggressive outfit. Well, there, there, it, there, there have been runners that have run that race in mankinis. And, uh, really? Wow. I really wanted to go this year. I, just, I couldn't make it work. I just... I would love to go. I think that that's, that's a must do for me next year. I mean, I've just heard so much good stuff. Oh, uh, you know, that loop format is just great as well because you yeah. get to go through the party all the time. Yeah, you know, so many times it uh, it sounds incredible. It's evolved into something spectacular. And, yeah, um, you know, I I remember when I first started going out there in 2014. It was just little like, old aid stations out, coyote and stuff, and everything is yeah. just just booming now. Yeah. it's so many runners and i you know it's half the time i don't get to see all the people because everyone's just kind of running around either racing or just partying at the you know at the base camp there and just <laughs> but um always a good time someone was telling me you got to be careful with your crew there because they can end up a little boozed up you know like in that main <laughs> like kind of area they're like That's a understatement started off doing really well <laughs> got into the spirit of the party like 10 hours later you're coming through and your crew's basically useless you know, oh yeah, like I sleeping I, in a chair drunk. I've witnessed countless runners make it to Jack Ash, and they're like, "I'm just, I get, you know, there's beer here. Why would I leave? <laughs> just, <laughs> they're done." That's what I did with the uh, pierogies at uh, Yeti. Yeah, <laughs> you know, every single pierogi they had, and I was only the uh, pacer. They were, yeah. they were glad to see me leave that aid station. Yeah, yeah, I, I think <laughs> run out food. <laughs> that was that was. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to say, what were we, about 78 or 80 miles in? And I think I was yeah. in the car trying to warm up with a heat blasting. And you, you came back from the aid station. You're just like, I just crushed 10 of those things. I had a burger mm. for you, though. No, I just had a quesadilla for you. You had a quesadilla. So, how, many, uh, how many people do the javelina? Is it like javelina 100? Is it like 700? It's, it's a big yeah, I, th I wanted to say it's closer to 800 this year. Right. Somewhere. Wow. It's, it's a lot. It's huge. And, and then there's night races now. And yeah. I mean... You can kind of do whatever you want out there. It's brilliant. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go next year. It sounds, it sounds awesome. I'm gonna, yeah, gonna do absolutely. So, what what brought you to Flagstaff? Just out of interest, why? I mean, it's obviously a sort of fairly big running area, but there are a lot of them around the US. What what in particularly drew you? It doesn't really compare to anything in the UK. I was trying to think what town in the UK would compare to Flagstaff, but there's nothing, right? I mean, is not there? really. I mean, no, I mean. No, definitely nothing this high. Um, yeah. You know, I, I lived in Phoenix for 14 years, and I was um, when I finally started getting into ultra running, um, some of my races I was coming up north just one weekend a month during the summer and training. Just camp, I'd camp out and I'd run for like three days. And uh, it was a good, great way of breaking up the heat. And But yeah. job opportunity up here is not, you know, fantastic. So yeah. I really had to kind of wait for a job opportunity to to open up and once it did i hopped on it and uh yeah i've been up here almost coming into my fifth year now so right i i it's i love it up here bought a house finally last november nice i no in my opinion as far as the southwest goes i mean there's no better place because you've got everything at your doorstep and yeah and uh our, our i call it our little taste of colorado Right. And but then there's the Grand Canyon an hour and a half away. There's Sedona thirty minutes away. Yeah. So there's tons of options. Yeah, it's a yeah, pretty I, remarkable area. 
it, it yeah. really is yeah i was there um i think it was may 2020 2021 maybe i went and did the rim to rim to rim and i uh spent a couple of days in in uh flags up and i absolutely loved it i mean it just has such a nice kind of chill vibe it kind of reminds me a little of our town in some ways yeah. um right i think we have a similar vibe but it's nice you, you've got breweries there you've got great kind of restaurants you've got you know amazing forests and dude your camera's dropped down and we just got a crutch shot i mean that's just <laughs> like, i mean i'm you know i'm a little shocked right now george he just rolled over on the sofa he's playing dead i think that was not pretty <laughs> sorry i was trying to make an adjustment um, to the sound but uh, yeah when it was it was great i mean the whole the whole vibe of the place was awesome and those the forests those pine forests you have, and, and you just have that like massive great mountain there as well i mean i couldn't couldn't believe that uh, yeah i have uh mount alden literally i you know see it from my house it's less than a quarter mile down the road and uh you know it's the last mountain you go over on the cocodona race and cool um instant like instant vert straight up <laughs> yeah so you get a quarter mile warm-up and then you're just grinding yeah yeah uh, the way you like to do it <laughs> what 2300 feet and uh 2.6 miles so nice it's, it's a nice little climb that's oh God. Uh, that's like a vk it's like a mini vk <laughs> so i guess well quick quick couple of questions about javelina who who are your picks you're a man with the inside knowledge what are your feelings on how it men's winner women's winner you know um i think you, you can go three deep if that makes it easy for you, makes you know, it easier for you i really haven't even looked at the uh the lineup this year i i've heard arlen's running it mm-hmm um, I would I would definitely put my money on him. I mean, he's had a great year as well. Um, I I just keeps he's like me. I like there's not a lot of ultra runners in the fact that you'll just do you know five or six hundreds or you know in a year or like you know I like I do ultras almost every month it seems like yeah. in some capacity. But um, for a guy like that and he's still just like coming away with the win or like top top seed. It's just he's an unbelievable athlete. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure on the female side. I really haven't uh, looked too much, but um, I didn't. I didn't know if Camille was going to run again. Again, but yeah, we were talking well about that. I have not seen her show up on any of the pre-race uh, previews or anything like that. But I mean, it's quite possible she shows up based right off after uh, after what happened at Spartathlon. Uh, yeah. Situation. Yeah. That would, so, and that would be that would certainly make things interesting. Yeah. I, I I'm curious to see how Annie Hughes does on on that course, you know. Yeah. After, you know, she handled you know very similar terrain, obviously very very well at Cocodona earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Annie's uh, another one. I mean, um, I didn't I didn't realize she was running actually, but yeah, I ran with her uh, as a teammate um, of Run Rabbit Run in September, and she's just one of those people where you can. She's so strong, you can always count on her because um, she's just like very reproducible. You know, there's not a lot of ups and downs in her running. It's just she's just strong and steady, um, and she can just crush those mountain courses. So I'd be excited yeah. to see how she does on some flatter terrain. And you, you guys won the team race at Run Rabbit, is that right? Yeah, yeah. She carried me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, how'd you get hooked up with her? That's that's pretty lucky. Uh, Quite a good uh, partner there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Ultra Spire uh, put us together because we've both done Cocodona and done quite well there. So nice. um, I, it was, uh, I had I had a decent race there. Um, it didn't start off well, but I managed to uh, pull it back in the end. So I was quite happy, you know, considering. But, um, you know, 
you always want a race to go well from the get-go but sometimes it yeah. takes uh takes a little bit to get going yeah and i think i think one of the things when you're a little bit more experienced in like ultra running is you know you can have a bad start but you can still actually end up having a good day yeah oh yeah, yeah. It shows that you know you're you're confident enough and you've done plenty of races where you you've seen a lot of scenarios you yeah know, like i know i know how this can play out so yeah that was that that particular race too it started off with horrible weather you know for the first 26 miles i mean it kept on but like i had a i had a real struggle early on just kind of keep my head down and dealing with the hail and the rain and um but you know played it smart and i i saw a lot of the other elites towards the end just as on the climb back out because they just the weather had just wrecked them you know yeah so, right um but you know again there there are still a few people in front of me uh happy with how it went down and uh you know be another beautiful course out there yeah pristine trails nice that looks good uh talk me through her you won her this year yeah yeah and, uh, and that's that's a bit of a party as well isn't it isn't there like an aid station where they like chop a coconut for you there and yeah they, well they have the like <laughs> running community there like really fun like super tight running community yeah There's one where they're like dressed up as pirates is that right and so they have... yeah so, i mean having somebody chop open a coconut for you constitutes a party that i yeah i, I haven't spent a ton of time in in london but well i've been over to your house for a few parties you never chopped a coconut for me and admittedly i had a good time at those parties but now you know what to do next time, okay, all right? So now I know what's me how to make it a true a true Londoner party is I, I got to yeah. crack, crack open some coconuts. All right. Well, you're on that's good, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, put me through that. Um, yeah, her was great. Um, Hawaii Hawaii ultra running team. Uh, it's their race, her. And then, yeah, uh, yeah the staff was great. Um, that was another one of those races I knew it was going to be extremely difficult and technical and um i luckily have had several of my friends that have run it won it and uh they gave me some great advice going in um but yeah the aid stations were were brilliant i was really really focused on getting in and out of those things as quickly as possible because right. it's it's kind of a partying to the end yeah yeah it's right. i mean there's it's a series of kind of out and backs that form like kind of a weird loop but yeah um it's the heat was just, oh, it, it was awful. I, yeah. yeah. And it, it was hard to to train for the heat. You know, I was going up um, in the middle of winter on Humphreys and with like, you know, six layers on just sweating <laughs> yeah. and just trying to get used to like the humidity um, mm -hmm. and just the uncomfortable feeling. Uh, the, the technical terrain was, was fine for me only because it's very, if you've ever been up Mount Humphreys, which is our tallest peak, uh, I go up there like at least once a week generally, and yeah. it's very, very similar to her roots everywhere, rocks. Yeah, yeah. We have a really? we have yeah. a friend of ours who lives who we run with all the time and lives just local. He's like half a mile away from me, like a mile and a half away from Jay. He's been out to her a few times, and he's saying, you know, it's like wet roots, wet slippery roots. Right. Like yeah. Super hard. He's a very, he's a very good technical runner. Yeah, uh, he's done well. I think Brian's came like he was fourth, fourth there. I think fourth. Yeah, yeah. He's going back this uh, next year. Actually, he's going in January. He's coming. Again. Yeah. Yep. Um, but so uh, yeah, he's had some good. He's had some good runs there. But yeah, he said the roots they really get you. Yeah, there's no place you can really step. I mean, you, you don't want to step on the root. It's slimy. Yeah. You don't want to step on the rocks. They're slippery. And the more people that go through there back and forth, the mud tracks and. 
So you really have to kind of just play hopscotch and just put your feet in like the yeah. the soft muddy patches. But it's it's a race that there are sections that's pretty runnable, and then there's lots of sections that you really just have to kind of move gracefully. And right, you know that, that right. yeah, you know fast hiking and uh, just being graceful throughout the trails were like you know makes you move faster. Right. Uh, you, I took I took a bad tumble on I think it was like the third loop and I literally did like a flip in the midair and yeah. <laughs> landed on my back and um and just that, down for a minute you describe it that sounds like that was pretty graceful yeah <laughs> you looked at the judges scorecards here when you did that <laughs> I did uh there was another runner that saw me and it's just I, I just kind of looked up at his eyes and he was looking yeah. down at me and I was like oh everything's working I'm fine you know, just, yeah <laughs> just yeah, my pride I, um yeah I've heard I've heard stuff about that course and and I'm always sort of annoyed myself when I slip on a wet route because, you know, it's one of the first things you kind of learn in trail running. Routes can get really, really slippery in bits of wood. And when I am running and I step on one and I end up on my back somewhere, I'm like, look, you know, you don't step on a wet route or a wet log, but you yeah. did it. And now yeah. you're lying on the ground. Like, don't yeah. do it again. But I'll do it again at some point, you know, and I'll be like, that was that was so dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you were uh, you. Did Barclay Marathon marathons? Is it? Was it? Yeah, you did it. Uh, did it last year? So it's at twenty twenty one. Yeah. So how was that experience? What? Uh, how, how far did you get in it? Oh God, I hate the stories. <laughs> you, you can also say not far enough if you want. <laughs> oh, leave the ambiguity out there. Yeah. Um, so. I guess the premise of this is like I've been trying to get into Barclay for years, training my butt yeah. off, and um, yeah. I went I went and did the Fall Classic to try and win a golden ticket, and actually got second. And it was kind of a kind of a weird race because the guy who won it ended up like finding out he had cut course, and so there was like this dude, right? Right. Yeah. And then uh, at the time when I was running it, I. Had, Kind of watched second place go, and I only finished like two minutes behind. But I was like, "Golden ticket's gone." Because this right. guy had been gone for like hours, so I really kicked myself that I didn't push harder after the fact because that would have got me the golden right, ticket. Yeah, but, but uh, I, I still, I, I still got in the next year. Um, you know, all the planning in the world, and the the night of, I got woken up in my van, and the rain's just pouring. It was like one in the morning, and someone beats beats on my van and i get up and i'm like all right dressed get all my stuff uh i go to get my collect my watch from laz i go back to the car it's been like 10 minutes and i hear this commotion i look over and everyone's at the yellow gate already i'm like what, what's going on we have an hour but no one heard the conch blow and half people didn't even wake up on time and i was one of those people and oh my god luckily they banged on my so i just grabbed everything i yeah my pack and in in my haste and um i had my bib kind of sitting on top and it flew in between my the front seat console well i went out and just as soon as i got to the gate it's like you're off and it's pissing it down with rain and just going straight uphill and it's like i want to say it's like 1700 feet of climbing the first mile and we get about a mile and a half up on the single track and i'm I start thinking about my page, which page I rip out, and that's your bib number. And I think I know what my bib number is, but I wasn't sure. And so I'm like, I start ruffling through my pack, like going uphill in the rain with my headlamp <laughs> and this conga line. And I start having this panic attack because I can't 
find my bib in there. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I got to know my number. And I, I'm start like freaking out. I'm like, fuck, fuck, just dropping F-bombs. And <laughs> the guy in front of me, he's like, you're all right. And um, it was actually, uh, if you guys know, is uh, Jeff Garmeyer. And yeah. we didn't know at the time, but <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's a great guy. But this is how we met. And he's just like, I'm asking him like, do you have like a list of bib numbers with you or whatever? And he's, he's just trying to wrap his head around what's going on at that moment. And he was freaking out. And finally I was just like, I have to go back. And so I just tore back all the way back to camp. Uh, in the process, I like ducked under this tree and my pole got stuck between this tree and, and the ground and it just snapped. Oh, and I was oh like, my God. great. So I was like, now I've got broken pole, get back to the van, get my bib and then haul ass back out. And I managed to catch the last guy going up the hill and, at the top. And the rain started to subside, but the fog rolled in. Mm, and I like... 10 15 foot visibility oh, um, wow. and then it just it just went to shit from there if that already hadn't hard enough without the fog i mean yeah i mean, that, I mean it, that sounds like an epic start yeah so it was just total white out and uh you know i ended up going the right bearing but off the wrong side from this this ledge yeah and i ended up following this directory and you know you your first time there you have to be with somebody you have to yeah, be right. with like a veteran that knows what they're doing and i ended up uh outside of the park like i ran, <laughs> I ran and across this river and i was like i ended up at this church like so you you, end, you started doing the barclay marathon and you ended up doing vol state is that what you're yeah, doing? yeah. <laughs> i i ended up at gobi church just in the middle of the night staring up at this thing and i'm like Nothing Where like a little I? glass of holy water to help you through a race, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, it was, and, and you know, then I, and I'm already, you know, doing this basically without poles at this point too, and I'm just, I end up at the backtracking and finding myself way back to the front of the park, and then I was like, it's it's over, and I was actually first to tap out, and it was very demoralizing. <laughs> so the first to tap out doesn't he have a a, a name for that? Is it the sack? The sacrifice or the yeah. Well, I wasn't supposed to be that guy. No, the sacrifice. <laughs> the sacrifice is the one that he he, he lets in who he knows is going to do it. That you, yeah, you took the a number one guy. I like it. You were like, I'm not supposed to be the first to tap out. I will. I will. This guy. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take one for the team here. Yeah. So. So. Are you gonna try again? Uh, yeah. Um. Hopefully, uh, if all goes well, I'll be in for next year. So, what uh, is it about? Like, what is it about this race? Because Phil. Phil loves the the culture and the idea around Barkley and I mean I understand it a little but I don't know if I totally get the appeal and the kind of I I don't understand what keeps people coming back to it year oh, after year one, one second here Pete I'll go out running with Jay on a yeah. nice flat smooth trail there'll be like a glacial like a pebble there that's been <laughs> you know smoothed by a glacier for like 200,000 years, and he'd be like, whoa, shit's getting technical on this trail. <laughs> well, what can I, I tell you? My out. I mean, so, I ran track, I ran cross country, I ran on the road. I was a, fast on the I was a road start, guy you know, for the, a long, long time. So, you know, it's 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 a different world a little bit. So, but no, I, I mean, I, I don't, I, what, what is it about Barkley that, that kind of, because you said you've been trying to do it or training for it and trying to get into it for a long time. What, what captured your imagination or why does it, I mean, I guess I can't say why does it have a hold on so many people, but I guess you can't speak for them. But why, why does it have a hold on you? For me, it was the first time I saw the Barclay movie, 
I afterwards I was like, yeah, no thanks. That's not. I'm never gonna do that. <laughs> right. Like, forget it. But as I started getting more into the mountain stuff and kind of re- realizing some of my resilience and you know and my strength, I'm like, well, you know, maybe one day started kind of playing it out in my mind because for for me, I've always tried to do something harder each year, like harder than than the last race. So. Um, it, I feel if you're not challenging ourselves and there's, there's kind of no point, you know, you can always, I can always run the same race over and over and I can get incrementally better, but I want to do something that's different and really challenging. Um, and the history of that race, uh, alone kind of captivated me, you know, how was it, uh, James Earl Ray just escaped and mm-hmm. he only made it eight miles <laughs> in 60 yeah. hours. I mean, that's, that's remarkable. It just says right. something in the testament. Hearing the... your story, he actually beat you. Which... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, last... All right, we won't. Last... We'll cut that out. We can't, we can't. We can't throw Pete under the bus like that. <laughs> like, so James no, it's all Ray fair. not the, 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 no. the lowest distance runner at Barclay. <laughs> no, it's... Every, every every time I'm out now, like, race, like, uh, I'll run into, like, Howie Stern or something. He's like, oh, you got your bib this time? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, it's not... Not gonna live those jokes yeah. down. For James already forgot his bib as well. Yeah, <laughs> that, right. That's why he had to turn around to go back. That's why he he didn't get very. Yeah. Far. So, but, Jay and you have something in common. You are both. I think the word is hash house harriers. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a reformed hasher, but yes. On on is that the the chant? On on yeah exactly on, on, yeah yeah. What's uh, your what's your yeah. hash name? You first. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's. Uh, I'd have to bleep it out. Oh, do you? Uh, is it that bad? <laughs> no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Fucking Gump is mine. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, like that that's that yeah. pretty tame, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's not bad. What's yours? Uh, uh, broke Dick Mounting. <laughs> 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 you don't get to pick your name. <laughs> no, you do not pick your name. You yeah. do not pick your name. Yeah. So it just kind of, but, and everyone hates their name at first. It just kind of grows on you. Now, is there, yeah. is there a Flagstaff hash that goes on? Or there is Brits um, really to get involved in that. I know it's big in Hong Kong. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's it's kind of a melting pot out here. The Phoenix hash is huge. And that's how I kind of got started. Um, right. Down in uh, up in Flag, I kind of resurrected it when I first came up here. Uh, then COVID hit. <laughs> right. So um, it's just getting started again. I kind of handed the reins off to uh, one of our friends here in town, and uh, she's going to manage it now. But yeah, we're kind of it's. I love it. I, I think it's a great way of running, meeting people, and uh, to break the mindset, especially of just kind of the, the usual rigmarole of going out and run some miles. Because yeah, exactly. you never really know how far you're going to run, where you're going. You know, it just it's a it's a big it's a, it's an adult game, I guess. Right. Say. <laughs> and it involves beer, so yeah, yeah, can't be too uh, bad optional. Always optional. Always optional. Yeah. 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 Well, there are zero zero alcohol options these days as well. So yeah. Yeah, it's all I about guess fun. you have a uh, a white claw, is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. Those sort of things. So I don't know whether that's allowed. White, in white claw has alcohol in it, though. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, if we you don't drink beer. If you don't yeah, drink so beer, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. No, all all beverages are welcome, family friendly or not. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Open open to all, all types of runner. Very very inclusive group. The hash house harriers are. Yeah, and then, you know you mentioned Hong Kong. I've actually hashed in Hong Kong when I did the Hong Kong one hundred out there years ago oh wow yeah and uh it was actually I, we went over there i think it was in february and um it was during bobby burns uh the birthday 
think it's birthday. So uh, they do a Bobby Burns hash and it was on Lantau Island. And, you know, whenever you show up at kind of a random hash, you're like, well, how am I going to know if this is a hat? You always know because you see the way you're dressed or <laughs> whatever. And and uh, so we get on this ferry and we go over to the island and uh, I'm like, well, how are we going to find this place? And then uh, this guy steps off the boat with uh, some bagpipes I'm like, right. well, that's a good start. Follow that. So we just <laughs> we did. We Follow followed him across hash. the island, and he took us straight to the hash. It was brilliant. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Phil, All should right, we get into our questions? Should we, uh, yeah, should we get some questions going here? Sure, sure. You want to go first or me? Is you're the oh, shall I go first? All right, it's up to um, you. Okay, I will. We'll take it easy on Pete to start with. What is your go-to pre-race meal? Uh, ribeye and. Um, a potato or of some sort with a bunch of like heavy fat bacon, sour cream, everything. Um, and then a ton of vegetables, broccoli, asparagus. Okay. That sort um, of brings me back to you and Jay have another thing in common. What's that? He's a low, low carb, carb. Low carb oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Even Although, though he does organize a pizza race in our town. And a, yeah. don- and a donut race. <laughs> he is, yeah. He, he, he's allowed to break occasionally. But yeah, pretty low carb. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've, and I've actually been yeah. I've actually been cheating for about about a month since Yeti, but uh, we'll get back on the horse soon. How long have you been doing a, a low carb thing? Uh, since 2017. Okay. Um, yeah. And yeah, again, I'm I like pizza and ice cream and that stuff too. I take a break every now and again, but yeah, in kind of the heat of my training, I get pretty strict with it. And then leading up to a race, I drop into keto, generally a few days before just to kind of get the engine burning and uh yeah i've been doing that just for years now and it, it works for me um yep. and got it down to almost the science yeah <laughs> yeah no i still play around with it you know the on, on the margins a little bit from time to time but um yeah it's uh, you know it, it really it doesn't work for everybody i don't think but uh it's it's definitely been been one of my kind of go-to uh especially getting ready for the longer stuff i, I don't know that you know, I certainly don't recommend it for people who are racing, you know, marathons or below, but, uh, or even 50 Ks, right. but you know, when you're going to be out there for eight, nine, 10 plus hours, um, you know, I, it, it really makes a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah, it definitely has its place. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. We've talked a lot about some very difficult races already. What's the toughest race you've ever run? Oh, um, you know, dragon's back. That was a, that was a tough one. Uh, that looks pretty that's amazing. A, yeah, uh, down, uh, miles. Wales, right? Is it like sort of from yeah. north to, north to Wales down to the south of Wales, that kind of thing? Yeah, run across the country, two hundred miles, um, and uh, it's it's a stage race, which is not my favorite type of format. <laughs> you just wake up, and I'd rather just be done with it. But <laughs> um, you know, sixty thousand feet of climbing, um, and wow. all you know, it's orienteering. So there's no trail. You're just kind of going across open face mountains, map and compass, checkpoints, and uh, yeah. yeah, that definitely uh, definitely woke me up into some of my uh, weaknesses when I was over in that race. I mean, I'm I'm a really good technical runner, um, good with incline, but watching the fell runners the first time I saw them just kind of take off across the yeah. field, I was like, oh, I'm in it. I'm in their world now. That's, yeah, it's a different <laughs> world. Special <laughs> breed, right? Those fell runners. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're unbelievable. Just as a sort of side question, have you ever had an inkling or have you ever done a Bob Graham round? Is that something? I want to do it. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff over there I want to do. Yeah. Um, it's it's just okay. kind of timing. So I'm waiting yeah. for uh, 
my son's got a couple more years left in high school. Right. And as soon as that's done, then uh, all those things are going to open up for me. <laughs> yeah, Jay and I have talked about doing that as well. We want to go over and Yeah, we've been kicking that one around for a while. We really have to do it. I really, I would I love to I just want to take it. him to an English pub and see him order like, a, you know, a pint of bitter and a, a Diet Coke in the bar and be like, yeah. seriously? <laughs> John Smith. And then say to him, yeah, like he wants the scampi, scampi and fries. And he's like, is scampi like a real thing? Like, yeah, scampi is a real thing. Yeah. What's scampi? Or like, get, like pork scratchings or, uh, yeah. you know, frazzles or something. Like yeah. I need to take him over there to uh, show him some of the pubs. What the so fuck are you talking prom- about? Get some prawn cocktail monster munch. I mean, oh, prawn cocktail, so good. Yeah. All right. Um, no, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> just planning your trip to the UK. Um, do you cross train? Uh, not as much as I should do now. I, I I typically just run for the most part. I do a lot of hiking. A lot of you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fine just hiking. Stuff yeah, too, hiking's. But, I th- um, I think hiking is very very yeah. good training. Yeah, I, I did. I did <laughs> that's all. A, that's all. Phil's training is now. <laughs> Although I shouldn't. I shouldn't laugh because he's kicking my ass all the time now. For the mileage I'm doing and the stuff I'm doing, it really just kind of makes more sense to me for time on feet. Right. Um, I did have a road bike briefly, um, but Arizona uh, dirt roads are not really conducive. I think for road biking, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, gravel biking, and. Uh, yeah, I went over the handlebars, and that was the end of that. So, oh, wow, yeah. uh, I'm I'm looking at mountain bikes and stuff as well, but you know, there's it's a whole nother whole nother deal. You know, it's pricey, it's time consuming, and yeah, um, I figure I'll 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 run till my knees blow out, and then I'll I'll do something different. <laughs> and then you'll keep running like everyone else. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I ran till my knees blew out, and I took some drugs, and I kept running, and ibuprofen, and Advil, and yeah. Anyway, yeah, Jay, you. Hot or cold weather? Cold. Yeah. Uh, I, I live in the desert, and I've, I was gonna I've dealt with it long enough. <laughs> but I, I, there's nothing better to me like when this mountain behind me is covered in snow. I mean, I bought snowshoes up uh, this year because um, I wanted to go to the top of Mount Humphreys and uh, Agassiz, uh, which you're only allowed to do in the middle of winter because there's this special flower that grows up there. It's cotton tundra. So I bought... A pair of snowshoes and without even testing out or without ever going snowshoeing i just go straight up like humphreys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a, a very humbling uh experience but we were in like you know i snow up to my thighs which you know six wow. three so even with snowshoes on that uh, yeah. took us three different tries to get up there uh different days wow. but um it was worth it i'll i love it do you do you have heel lifts on those snowshoes yeah yeah Okay, good. Yeah, good. they that helps yeah, they're good. Lot. Yeah. 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 I, I, I did a whole bunch of research. I tried to find yeah. like the most lightweight kinda, you know, yeah. like good for running sort of, but uh, yeah. very aggressive. So yeah, they're yeah. good. All right. What's your worst DNF or epic race failure? We we might have heard oh. that story already. We might have actually heard that. <laughs> yeah, it's quite possible. I think that would be I think that would probably be it at the Barclay. <laughs> that is a good story. I think I winding up outside of the park is a pretty good. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've gotten DNFs for being called into work, and uh, like I've I've literally been leading a race, and then I got called into work, and I had to just drop everything and leave. So, um, but that the that those that doesn't hurt as much as 
what happened out in Tennessee. What do you do? Are you yeah. like a CIA assassin or something? Uh, oh yeah, just got to <laughs> drop everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I work in the operating room, so I, I work for a medical device company. Oh okay. Um, strike, uh, strike orthopedics. Oh sure. Um, okay. So, yeah, I do hip knee replacement, shoulder replacement. So that's my full time gig. And uh, every every that's why my schedule's all over the place. And people that follow me on Strava, they're like, oh, you you must not work because he's running at like eleven thirty or this or that. Right. It's just I'm on the doctor's schedule, and that's so right. You know, right. That's that's my life. All right. What is the best concert you've ever seen, or just the most recent concert you've seen? I'm a huge Metallica fan. Um, I've seen them. Um, I want to say 18 times in concert. Wow. Um, I've seen them in Milan, uh, the UK. Uh, <laughs> I, I've I saw them. At the beginning and last show of one of their tours years ago, just by happenstance, uh, I took my son to his first uh, Metallica show, and I remember he was not quite big enough yet to see over the crowd, so he stood on a popcorn bucket <laughs> so he could <laughs> see over everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I think they're just I, I've been listening to them since my childhood, and they they put on one of the most amazing live performances. See, they I mean they're nice. I mean the guys are in there. 50s and 60s now and they they don't look like it you know they're just yeah a lot of energy awesome cool uh what's your favorite race um oh that i've done utmb was definitely up there um that's one that i always say i wouldn't, wouldn't do a race again but i i probably would do that one again just because of the experience um but only if i kind of did it the same way do like a two-week holiday and <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Bigfoot 200 was another one of my favorites just because it was, it was tough. It was remote. Um, and I had a huge crew out there. It was, it was a, even though they only saw me very briefly, it was, it was great. I had a lot of childhood friends that came out and uh, yeah. support me. Uh, yeah. Cool. That's definitely up there. All right. What is your typical weekly mileage? Um, I would say, you know, from, around 70 to 80 miles a week uh consistently like there's weeks where i'm like oh this is going to be like a 30 mile week and then the, the weekend's over and i've done 80 miles <laughs> <laughs> uh you know I, I try and follow the plan as much as possible you know my coach is really good i mean he just uh eric sensman um and he knows my schedule is just kind of like you know all over the place so um, there's times when I can get my mileage in no problem. Um, and then other times where it's a little frustrating. And then I also do stuff on a whim all the time where I'm like, oh, I've decided I'm going to go run 40 miles tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he knows I won't overdo it. Um, and I always listen to my body. But um, yeah, I, I I hit 100 mile weeks um, once or twice during like peak training. Mm-hmm. But um I do so much vertical too. When you're doing hundred mile weeks, it's just takes it's a, a lot. Yeah, that's just a yeah. long time to be out there with the vert for sure. Yeah. How long have you been working yeah. with Eric? Uh, I want to say about four years now. Oh, nice. So yeah, he's definitely made me faster. Um, I was doing a lot of the the two hundred mile stuff before um, and longer, getting into the longer stuff. But he's definitely helped with some like key workouts and just helped my overall pace. And um, he's a great guy. Awesome. Nice. All right. Um, easy one. Speed work or hills? 
Ah, oh, hells. <laughs> Speed hurts. <laughs> Not you can always run faster downhill. <laughs> not a lot of people say speed work. I gotta say. Yeah. What's yeah. your What's your go to aid station food? Um. Oh. Yeah, I like I like meat. You know. Um, mm. <laughs> clip Clip uh, that one out and put it on the poster. Yeah, ba- bacon <laughs> is. Uh, if, if they have bacon, I'm sold. Nice. Um, all right. What uh, what's your bucket list race? Uh, Tour de Jean is up there. Yeah, um, that does look amazing. It looks just so hard, though. I mean, sleep decoration yeah. looks off the charts on that thing. Sign yeah. me up. I mean, that that's another one of those races where I I feel like I feel pretty confident I could do well there. Um, yeah. But asked me two years ago, and I'm like, I'm not ready. But right. I, I'm starting to feel. I, I'm hoping. 2024 um i'm going to do the montana spine montana spine race next year in the uk oh you um, are yeah oh wow so that's, i'm in uh, as well but i wasn't gonna go so now i'm kind of tempted to go so yeah <laughs> um, i'm doing the summer spine so i'm in the winter spine yeah yeah i'm going back home to visit family and have a holiday and i don't want to subject yeah. myself to that <laughs> yeah i mean it'll, it'll be fair i mean the pennine way is fantastic like, you know, it's such a beautiful hiking trail and goes through just amazing countryside. It'll be incredible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've got a little side project going on that might stop me going to the, the winter spine. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's 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 cool. I'll be, be interesting to uh, to follow you at that one. Yeah. What motivates you when things start to suck? You know, I have to remind myself that I've done this shit over and over um you know the mind is such a powerful thing Mm -hmm. um even even i've had i've won races and i've beat myself up afterwards like oh i've i could have done this better i could have done this better um i guess it's just a sign of like my personality that i'm always trying to 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 be better you know push myself um but yeah definitely when it's when things are getting really tough i i i always kind of take a step back and realize that Everyone is going through this right now. Um, it may not be this exact minute, but sometime during the race, generally, unless they're having like a, a peak day, you know, like everyone's going to go through something. So yeah. I just have to, I have just to be aware of, be aware of that. Nice. Um, if you could do any non-running event at the Olympics, what would it be? It can be Winter Olympics or Summer Olympics. Ooh, that's a. That's a tough one. Um, I think that besides running, what's that speed walking? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no speed you know, walking got, either. Come on, <laughs> I got I got really long legs. I feel like I can do well. <laughs> They're basically running. Oh man, um, you know, I just I, I guess if I was good at it, I mean, they have the ones. Was it like the uh, what's the one where they they shoot as well. Oh, the um, biathlon. Biathlon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that is kind of cool. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Um, the skiing one. I, I, I mean, I love skiing as well. Um, for the winter, I think, I think that's great. But I could never bring myself to go off those jumps. Just, oh. <laughs> I like my feet on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Biathlon is uh, is impressive stuff. Yeah. What is your taper strategy one to two weeks before a race? 
Um, yeah, so I, I definitely drop the mileage. Um, all, all of my efforts are, are relatively easy. Um, I might throw in a couple, like maybe one like fast switch workout like the week before or something, but everything is super easy. Um, I also try not to overthink it as far as like, oh, I still need to get my runs in. Um, like the last couple races I've done, I was just extremely busy with work leading up to the race. So I didn't really have time to to go out and get get some of my runs in, which is fine. Yeah, you just don't I just sweat it. Focused focused on work and and then and that's it. But um, you know, you spend months you know training for something, a week or or two is you know you you can you can hurt yourself going out there versus just kind of getting some rest at home. Right. All right. Who is your all time favorite runner? Oh, um, all time. And there's a few, there's a few guys. Um, oh, I, I'd say guys, guys I admire running, uh, a lot. Uh, Avery Collins, um, he's, you know, I've hung out with him a few times and mm-hmm. gone on some runs and he's just, he's, he's one of those guys that I always like it. Cause we're going to, when we go out, we're going to have a huge adventure. He's going to take me somewhere really awesome. And that I probably wouldn't have done just solo for the first time because it just it, it takes me out of my wheelhouse um uh nicodemus holland's another one of those guys out in sedona yeah. um another bar yeah yeah um he <laughs> kind of under the radar right now tdg you, guy you, too yeah yeah are you, he, uh, are you in contact with him is he yeah so uh, he lives in Sedona. Uh, with oh, Jay. Sedona. Sorry, yeah, okay. yeah. They, they they're pretty quiet down there. I, I see yeah. him from time to time, and like we hook up, and um, we haven't run the last few months because we've both yeah. been pretty busy. But yeah, yeah. Like leading up to Cocodona, I mean, we're going out like all the time, and he's taking me on these different canyon runs. And uh, there's one he kind of, I wouldn't say he scares me, but he definitely <laughs> there's like times where adventure. I'm like, oh yeah, he's like, oh we're gonna we're gonna go out. You like. Uh, you got a wetsuit? I'm like, no. He's like, well, get a wetsuit. And he's like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm going to bring some rope. And I'm like, what are we doing? And we're like, we're running. <laughs> and, but he takes me in these like pretty amazing canyons. And uh, and just we've had some really amazing like kind of moments down there together. So, yeah, um, he's another one of those guys for sure. But just and both both those guys are, I mean, just super tough. And um, again, I was watching them on youtube or on on the movies and stuff before i was kind of really getting into it so it's kind of kind of cool to go out running with them awesome what's your favorite beer beer i'd say uh john smith's but can't get that over here (laughs) well that uh that's bringing me back to my college days (laughs) john smith's i mean was it like three and a half percent alcohol yeah. <laughs> yeah, good ale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't get over here. I like uh you know, Carlsberg's good too for a lager. Um, but I don't I don't really drink too much beer these days. It's kind of a shame because I used to drink a lot more of it and I I love the taste of beer, but I can't I can't get into the IPAs and all that like hoppy. Yeah, too much sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, do you play a musical instrument? And if not, which instrument do you wish you could play? Um, play the air guitar. Pretty, pretty okay. solid. 
<laughs> I mean, you, you you wouldn't know you wouldn't know if I missed a note. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would I would love to to know how to play the guitar. I think that's the best. I you know I I'm a huge music fan, and that's just to me is the best instrument. And, yeah. Cool. Well, when, when your knees go, then that's time to pick up the guitar. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what celebrity do you wish would follow you on Instagram? Oh, follow me. <laughs> um, well, you know, I love uh, I love Christian Bale. He's one of my favorite actors. Oh, Batman. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Walshman. Yeah, it, that would be that would be one of the guys I think. Um, but I, I don't I don't think he could give two flying fucks about me. <laughs> Maybe he's a closet yeah, ultra fan. You don't know. <laughs> After we do uh, podcast, he'll be following you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I'm a big movie buff as well, so I like you know I, I like his stuff. Nice, excellent. Uh, do you have a post run ritual? Uh, White Claw. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, I I really I, I don't know if if I'm with a group of friends, I'll generally bring a cooler with some drinks and we'll hang out and stuff. Yeah, just some. Uh, anti-inflammatory beverages <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what changes do you yeah. see in ultra in the next five to ten years oh i talk about this all the time um i think it's i think it's great what's happening with the sport i think it's i mean it's getting insanely popular um and you see companies like aravipa and you know yeti and like you know these big big ultra running communities come together and um the sport is only going to become harder harder to race these like epic races like western states hard rock and i mean i'm still waiting on hard rock but um yeah i mean just i would say for anyone that is trying to get you know starting out in the sport try and just start throwing your name in the lotteries because it could be years um that's i think it's the biggest thing there's obviously going to be have to be more regulation too because a lot of these trails they only limit the runners to about you know couple hundred people right so there's just it's just going to get harder and harder and that's another reason why i like to just do the race once and just kind of move on i'll repeat some local stuff just for training runs but you know the big lottery thing races i i just want to run the race and then let someone else have a chance yeah 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 well, that's um, 20, but Phil had a, a special bonus question for you. I do have a bonus you. question for you, actually, <laughs> only for a Brit. Marmite, love it or hate it? Love it. Love Same. it. Love yeah, Marmite. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Get, get oh. out of there with that Vegemite. <laughs> it's Marmite. Oh, yeah, no Vegemite. Marmite <laughs> yeah. on toast with butter. It's hard yeah. to eat. It's I do best. like a Marmite and cheese sandwich as well. There is yeah. Oh, yeah. you can throw in. But uh, yeah. that's good to know. You've definitely, like... You know, you're already up there in my estimation. Now you're like right <laughs> oh, up the marmite. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so, and you know, I, I never thought about it, but I mean, it's it is high in salt content. It'd be great for ultras. Have you ever yeah. brought them out on ultra? I haven't actually, but uh, yeah. I might. I, I I do go out on some like long hike stroke runs, and I'll take a, a marmite and cheese sandwich with me. Yeah. No, they that's get, solid. So they get my B vitamins. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, works pretty well. But yeah, I love it. Like so good, and it's <laughs> so easy mess. to order these days. You just order it off the internet, delivered within a couple of days. Yeah, great big tub of marmite. Yeah, 
I my one of my favorite things I used to do was <laughs> I think I did it to my son at an early age. <laughs> I told him it was chocolate. I just oh, I took a bunch of <laughs> spread it all. I was like, you want a chocolate sandwich? And just <laughs> That's all right. I mean, I told my kids that uh, wasabi was avocado. So I've worry. done that as well. <laughs> no, but that's just me. My kids, well, we were out for dinner one time, and she thought that. Uh, the wasabi was avocado. It was. It, it never happened again. Yeah. <laughs> but I had nothing to do with it. I promise. Great minds. Our services are listening. Oh God, Pete. This Thank was really fun. Life. Thanks so much for coming on. What is um? What's up next for you? I, we talked about you're going to be hanging out at Javelina this this weekend. But uh, what's what's on the calendar for you next? Um. So I really don't have a a race for the rest of this year because I've and I've done. A lot this well, you year, put in a but... lot of racing miles this year. Yeah, we didn't even really <laughs> talk about Cocodona at all. Yeah, well, I didn't do that one this year. Oh, okay, like, that was last year. But yeah, this year I did. I did, you know, pl- plenty. Um, I, I'm supposed to on November fifth, uh, Guy Fox. Uh, I'm supposed oh, yeah. to do a uh, FKT attempt on Humphrey Summit. Um, I, I, I'm going to watch the weather to make sure we don't get too much snow, but. If the weather is good, um, I'm going to attempt to go up it ten times. Oh which wow! Works under just just under 100 miles with about 34,000 feet of climbing. Uh, as and you know, average elevation is <laughs> 11,000 feet. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm I, I like I said, I go up that up and down that all the time. I'm hoping to make it a giant party and just kind of have a bunch of people come out on different laps with me and and push through, but. Um, I'm not going up in snowshoes 10 times. That's, uh, <laughs> <No way. laughs> I'll take some spikes, but, uh, no, no. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But, um, the next like race I have is, uh, I'm doing Tarawera in New Zealand. Oh, in nice. February. That's on, that's on my list for sure. Yeah. So I'm slowly, but surely ch- checking off the, uh, world tour races. You know, I mean, it's quite expensive getting out to these places. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, you gonna... take a little holiday out there as well if you're going to New Zealand. I mean, uh... oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's and that's the way I always try and do it. Just take a week or two and then just put the race like right in the middle. Yeah, family come on a trip like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like when we did uh, UTMB, um, I think we had there was like eight of us that went out together. Nice, um, right? You know, so yeah, just, that's the way to do it. It's the more the merrier. Yeah, awesome. I'm hoping we can uh, convene. Paint- uh, convince Pete to come and do uh, Manitou's. Like yeah. I mentioned it when this I saw him out there. In, every uh, yeah. every every yeah. guest yeah. we have on, every guest we have on, no, this is, we have to go yeah. through this. He, he's gonna love it. He will love it. He yeah. loves the technical trails. Yes, no, yeah, yeah, this, this is where so this is one one guess where it might actually be appropriate. I'll I'll grant you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one's in June, is it? Or yeah, June, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's usually yeah. States weekend, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. 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 Well, that's checked off now. So, uh, but next June uh, I'll go. be doing Montan Spine Race, and then oh, it's so, in June, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, like 20, 2024 we'll have right. to have to come out there. Penciled so. in. I don't know. Yeah. You probably. I mean, getting back to Arizona from from the UK, you probably have a layover in New York. Just pop off. We'll we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll drive you up from the airport. <laughs> spine Race. I'll That'll just, be fine. It'll be a cool. It'll be a cool down. <laughs> there you go. Pete, thanks so much for coming on. This was really fun. Uh, and, and hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll run across each other at some point in the near future. Yeah, yeah, pleasure, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Pete. It was really yeah. good to be on. It was awesome.
Thanks to everybody for listening, and until next time in the pain cave, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Broken down and beaten up, the years have been long and tough, but I'm not dead. Happy now just to spend some time with friends and have a roof above my head. I'm not jaded, just been faded, like a good old pair of jeans. Rusted like a proud old car that's drove a little too far and seen too much rain. But long ago, as a child, I look about the night sky in wild wonderment. Then ride the bus and feel upset to think of all the years I'd have to go through there. I was still young. I was still young. I'm